This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. No we can discuss, give me your truth, it never fails. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real with Young Wayne. That's right, we are back and we are full effect. Mm. As you can see today, I got on like straight up all Chicago Bulls gear. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't tell me anything, but I didn't. Okay. I, I, I don't see. I think yesterday you put your outfits out yesterday. Yeah, I but did. you got on the Jordan shirt. I do. Actually, it's kind of crazy. So yeah. I, I'm halfway there. So we kind of we kind of doing that. You know what I mean? You know, Chicagoans. You know, yeah, Bulls fans. Well, you're not a Bulls fan. I, I mean, because I feel like Mike said he had a couple. More, he had a couple more years to go, and they shut, they cut him short. They wanted to get rid of coach, so I didn't like that, and I never uh, really fell in love with teams again. So I'm all about the players and player movement. Not the way LeBron did it, but player movement. Well, I might as well be. Yeah, shout out to LeBron then, because they do you wrong sometimes. Do you agree? What? what sure, whatever. You know, uh-huh. that's, that's one thing. I, and it also, it makes me think about something, too. Like, recently we've been seeing a lot of the, the NBA Super like veteran like Dr. J, Shaq put their top ten list mm. out, and all those top ten lists have been very different. The only person consistently that's been on there, I think, has been Mike and LeBron. Maybe LeBron, LeBron? LeBron was missing off one of them. one of them. Which one was it, Dr. Dr. J? Mm-hmm. Yo, Dr. J had Nate Archibald <laughs> on that top ten list. Yeah. That was interesting. Like a lot of people was like, "Why would he do that?" You know, and it's, it. I think if you do do a poll with players, everybody's going to have a different top ten. Because even if Shaq, Shaq had Iverson and Isaiah in his top ten. Really, Shaq had Iverson and Isaiah. Yes, yeah. really. Yeah, I got to see this. I need. I, I wish I could pull up the Shaq's. Let me see. Can I pull up my phone? Shaq's. What is it? Top ten. Top ten list. Yeah. Who else is on that? So we got Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Shaq. That's his first team. That ain't a disrespect to Carmelo, Malone, Barkley, and Kareem. And you can keep it on Dr. J. We can, we can look at that, too. And then coming off the bench, you got Steph Curry, Iverson, Tim Duncan, Carmelo, Malone, and Isaiah Thomas. Now, this is Dr. J. He's Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Elgin Bailey, Will Cherrybill, Bill Russell, Michael Jordan, Kareem Arducha by Magic Johnson, Carmelo, Malone, and Tidy Archibald. Right. That's his. That's like the even, people he Trey, even Trey Young saying you just gotta be fake. You know, <laughs> yeah, and that's why I hate about young people. Uh-huh. Young people are so disrespectful. Dr. J pretty much put up who he went against, mm-hmm. like who he saw. Okay, and yeah. so like you can't get mad at his. Everybody list gonna be different. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why people get mad. Like it's it's literally like how you pick your favorite rappers, all that stuff. Like that that is to me. That's who that's who he saw saw. Right. You know what I'm saying? He like and and Mike might be the youngest person on this list, actually. <laughs> well, Carl Malone is. 
Well, I mean, they play in the same era. I mean, how, how, how far was Carl Malone and Michael Jordan for real? What year was Carl Malone drafted? He was drafted after Mike, so he's younger. But he in that same generation. Right. That's just interesting. And then Shaq, you said, say it again? I said, he said himself, Shaq, I mean, it's himself, Because Dr. Kobe. J didn't even put himself on the list, even though he should be mm, He He didn't? No. Nah. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't put yourself on there. Magic Johnson, Kobe, Mike, LeBron, Shaq. Five. The, the other five is Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, Tim Duncan, Carl Malone, and Isaiah Thomas. Carl Malone is not going over Dr. J. You saying Shaq should have put Dr. J on his list? Yes, hundred percent. Because he had he saw Dr. J play. Not just that, Dr. J was like the blueprint for like small forward yeah. shooting guards. But if you didn't see him play, you wouldn't know that. Like I didn't see him play, so I I would never think about putting him in my top. Because he didn't put Bill right. Shaq didn't put Bill Russell on there, did he? He did not. So that's what I'm saying. Like I think a lot of this stuff is built on because a lot of people didn't see Will Chamberlain play, but Dr. J did and competed against him. Mm. And so like compared to what he said, he I got to respect Dr. J's list. You know, I think we just already care about recent stuff. Let's see. And so with Trey Young talking about with all due respect. <laughs> Trey Young, I mean, you know, give respect. Come on, Trey. Yeah, these are all, and these are kind of, okay, Oscar, Mike, come look at the big, he had a lot of bigs on there. And Jerry West. Okay, so yeah, like five and five, it mixed up. Man, it's but it's, it's, it's his list. Right. Magic Johnson. Who's your top ten? Top, who's your top ten? I'm, I'm going to go with you first because I got Michael think. Jordan. Kareem, Magic, Dr. J, Hakeem Olajuwon, Dominique Wilkins, Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Well, I know you're missing somebody. Bill Russell, out of respect. Okay. You probably missed. Did you say Kareem? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You I did. might have missed Kareem. That's what I'm saying. But you I put Elijah on in there. I think Elijah is better than Kareem. And you left Shaq off, right? Ooh, I did. That's what I'm saying. Like it's saying top ten is great. Like it's people tough. Are like how many players you got in your top ten? Because it's like it's not it's ten. <laughs> it's always like well, fifteen. Well, I mean, it's no disrespect to nobody. It's like those are just my top. Those are like my top ten players that I watch. Are you sure? After them, after me throwing a couple of those names out, ain't nobody I would take out. I mean, only place maybe I replaced Bill Russell with Shaq, but out of respect, I gotta say Bill Russell. <laughs> okay, out of respect. Um, see, and because I didn't see Bill Russell, you didn't see Bill Russell. Yeah, but you, you got so we just highlights. going off, we just going we off stats. numbers, highlights, yeah. and everything. We can see all that. All right, so then I would go Mike. I didn't see Dr. J, but it's enough. Like, when I saw Dr. J's documentary, that was it for me. I'm like, I'll never not have, not have him in my top ten. His doc, I didn't see the documentary. He's one of the greatest players of all time. Okay. I, I mean, yes, I'm absolutely. Dr. J is a super cool dude. I don't ever see him play. I know he did a lot for the game. Uh, so I'm going to go uh, Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry. Okay, now I got now I got to get in there. LeBron James, got to go with LeBron. Oh, man, you know what makes this list weird, and even as you do okay, it, okay, I got four because it because it is two different lists you can have. Mm-hmm. Who's your top ten greatest exactly. about to, and my favorite, and that's why you put Dominique now my in favorite there. list is different. No, 
My favorite. I thought Dominique my, would be because of your favorites. No, but he's, he's still one of the greatest players of all time. I mean, yeah, but he wouldn't he be a crazy score. He wouldn't be in the top ten. For me, it is now my favorite players. Like I'm, I'm he, confused. No, my favorite, because then some of them didn't get a chance to... Like, Penny Hardaway is one of my favorite players of all time. Grant Hill is one of my favorite players. Okay. Jimmy Jackson, one of my favorite players. Okay. So, like, I have a random list of favorite players. Charles Barkley is one of my favorite players. Oh, okay. Uh, who else? Akeem Olajuwon is one of my favorite players. Michael Jordan is one of my favorite players. Iverson is one of my favorite Scottie players. Scottie Pippen used to be one of your favorite players. Mookie Blaylock is one of my favorite players. <laughs> Scottie was never one of my favorite players. Really? No. Nah. Oh, I thought he was. Nope. My bad. Um, B.J. Armstrong is one of my favorite players. Was Robert Pierce one of your favorite players? No. Oh, yeah. Um... And who's not even in, in remotely or any of this? This one of my favorite players is God Sham God. Okay, because of the moves. Not because of the moves, because what he did at Providence. I watched those games. Mm. You know, a lot of y'all look at his moves. No, that nigga was killing at Providence. Mm. And so, like, it's just a weird list. Like, lists are just lists are very interesting. Like, you know, I don't know. Have we ever did a comedian list on here? Top comedians. In history. Ever, I'm sure we have. Have you ever heard me pick that? Yeah. I don't know if I have, for real. So you have a top what? I have a top, like a nice top. I, and it changes. I, You know, because recently I watched Wanda, you know, Wanda Sykes' special, new special was amazing. Um, I She might be, to me, one of the greatest to ever do it. Mm. I got her over Chris Rock. And most people think I'm crazy for that, but sorry. Okay. It's not crazy. Because she's so consistent. But that's like a longevity thing. And what if some comedians don't want to go long or well, do as much? Well, Not that's much. why Eddie's still one of the greatest to ever do it. Like some people think, I've heard Cat Williams, a couple of people say, oh, Eddie can't be the greatest because he didn't put out this amount of specials, but he didn't have to. Right. If what you what, what he's did was classics and blueprints. You can put out all the specials you want to, and like if only three good and seven of them trash, <laughs> who gives a damn how many specials you put out? So that is very interesting because people compare Mike and LeBron because LeBron has lasted on his 21st year, mm -hmm. and he's been to the finals 10 times, and Mike only went six, but he won all six. So it's like a, it's an interesting. Your side would be? Greatness is greatness. I mean, they, it's not about it's not a numbers game. Mm. Like Mike won six championships. Every time he went to the finals, the brother won. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. Every single time Michael Jordan went to the finals, and in dramatic fashion. Some of the greatest games we've ever seen. Some of the greatest moments Michael Jordan has created. And that's what I'm saying. That goes with any anything, like any list we do. I mean, we've done the hip hop thing. We've done so many. It's even like if you go great greatest. Actors and, mm. that, and that's a actors. That's a tough one because we could go with numbers, right? Mm. Because to be honest with, if we look at on on the number side, you know who two of the greatest actors are? Who are these? Denzel people? and Tom Hanks. Like yeah. I don't know who outdoes them as far as body of work, mm. the type of work, awards. Even though Denzel don't have a lot of awards, right. does, which is weird as shit. Uh, but then Tom Hanks probably the greatest because he has the trophies too. I about to say Tom Hanks has a lot of awards with yeah. what, Forrest Gump, a few. I mean, Man, plenty of movies. So many damn movies, plenty of movies. I mean, I'm just saying, did Forrest Gump win awards? 
I think he won for Forrest Gump. Okay. He did, yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. For That's sure. a great movie. Yeah. It's so weird because Forrest Gump just fucks with history. <laughs> For no reason. Like, I don't know any other movie that's ever like, oh, yeah, we could just fuck with history. <laughs> what you mean, man? What you mean, what you mean? It's like him playing with the president and shit. <laughs> like, they was using AI before people was using AI. Uh-huh. They had Tom Hanks standing on the podium. They had the president say that weird shit to him. <laughs> it was just, it's fucking interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks, man. The, the microphone went off when Forrest Gump said what happened to the war. And all the people that hurt, like, it's none of that happened. <laughs> like, it is, but it's so interesting. It's such a great story. Hmm. Yeah, that movie. And I bet you watching it now, I probably have more of an appreciation for it, but I loved it then. Like, I haven't watched it. I love for it. I, that's one of those movies that come on, I watch every time it comes on. But Denzel is just brilliant, too. Like, you know what's crazy? I, I like Denzel in a lot of movies, but one of my favorite movies is Mo Better Blues. Mm-hmm. And then I like the Equalizer movies. Mm-hmm. It's just something about seeing the old nigga whoop everybody's ass with regular, like, fight stuff. <laughs> Only Steven Seagal did that. And then Denzel's doing it now. Like, just regular fight moves, but fucking people up. Old as <laughs> shit. But it's fucking fascinating. No. It's like, oh, man, he just broke he's like, he And he's a good he's a good guy. He's doing it for the right. He's whooping everybody's ass for good reason. He's the equalizer, man. The equalizer. <laughs> it's like, it's certain, like, characters. Like, I look at John. John Wick versus the equalizer would be the craziest. If they ever do a mashup movie. <laughs> I would love to see the Equalizer and John Wick meet. I don't know if they're on the same side. I don't know if they're about to kill each other. That'd be fucking... It'd be, I don't even know what type of fight that would be. Just the most regular, dangerous fighting people of all time. Just, just kick it ass. The Equalizer and John Wick. You just put together some stuff, man. I ain't nobody ever said that before. I know ain't nobody ever said that before. But I do do that sometimes. It's like certain characters in movies I would love to see fight. Like a full blown, like Rambo, right? Rambo versus the Terminator. What? <laughs> Random as fuck, but it'd be interesting. Terminator. And we talk about full blown, swole ass Sylvester Stallone Rambo. Even though that last Rambo was interesting, like when he was old as shit, wasn't it? Like, it's just really interesting. Wow, okay. So, back. <laughs> I mean, look, all that stuff has something to do with everything we said. I was just saying, like, it's hard to list things out. Like, even with, if we go with top actresses, mm-hmm. I think, you know, Sadie Field is somebody that people talk about a lot, but I think Loretta Devine deserves that same, you know, uh, level of, like, seniority, because she's been putting it down for a long time mm-hmm. and does some great films. I about to say, is it the type of films that they do that... <sighs> it's weird. I don't know what that... You know, because you think, look at Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. I mean, she her body of work is crazy. Right. I mean, shit, Lawrence Fishburne, somebody we we underrated. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson been looking Man, at everything. Dude, he's been putting it down for, I mean, this nigga went from playing a crackhead to a cop to an evil person to a Marvel guy. Like, Samuel Jackson is just that guy. Yeah, his role in uh, Coming to America still tripped me out every time I see him. They said, anybody move out, blow your fucking head off. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> man, lost to a fucking mop stick. Oh, that man, that nigga took a mop stick and just whipped his ass. <laughs> you sweat from a bad bone's balls. What the fuck is that? Like, this like random shit they say in Coming to America in the first one. It's the most funniest shit. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga, 
Daryl, which is one of my favorite, the Soul Glow guy. Oh, man, that damn when hair. When he asked Akeem, he said, what type of games y'all play in Africa? Chase the monkey. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That's <laughs> so crazy shit. Like, damn. <laughs> he, was, he was the first hater, man. He first. was a hater. He, he was, was kind of racist and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he, was like, he was like, yeah. He's like, cause he's like, yeah, we play soccer. Oh, yeah, soccer. Yeah, especially love how that ball bounce off your head. Oh my goodness! To me, no sport is unless you use your hands. Like what the fuck? Who wrote that? Who wrote the big head last? Nigga said, "What time again?" He told that nigga wearing clothes must be a new experience. <laughs> nah, damn. That movie wearing man. clothes must be a new experience. <laughs> he said, "Man, yeah, you. All, I would help you, but uh, had a cup of coffee in my hand." That you know what's funny? In certain characters that are evil as fuck, and they're not like super villains, <laughs> right? That nigga was evil. Yeah. Like a, he was just an evil, and he was a lying motherfucker too. He didn't give a fuck. He lied about putting the money in the donation thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He lied about go help fighting, and then he made Lee, he lied to everybody's family that he proposed to Lisa, and she said yes. That nigga was crazy. Yeah, he was. He was pretty bad, man. But and then at least the like. Nothing good happened for him in, in the end. I think that was the point. One of the points in the movie, like, because he's such a bad person, you lo- you lose everything. Man, that nigga said, what type of game do y'all play in Africa? Chase the, su- the, the sister monkey. tried to get with him. Though. She did get with him, oh, which I thought that when they when did come to America, too, I wish they would have dove into that again, like, a little bit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, who is Daryl? Like, honestly, if they would have made the person, like, in a the movie, they, if I wrote it, I would have made that kid the evil one jealous of. Lisa and a king, mm. and did some shit with that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like where he, they wanted to get back because they maybe they felt a certain way because of whatever, whatever. And so like they never did that. Right. They went up and made up some general <sighs> nigga. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah. About. yeah. But, <laughs> oh, don't kill your birds. Oh, <laughs> this guy, man. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Yeah, man, you needed some uh, coming to America purists in, in the rooms. I mean, like, that's what make a lot of the great movies. I think if you write it from uh, a perspective of a fan, like, the Creed works because you could tell Ryan Coogler loved the Rocky shit. Right. And so he was able to do a, the correct spinoff from that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think about this all the time. Like, people always talk about bringing up back Beverly Hills Cop. I think they just shot some not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, you know what my pitch would be to that? And I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say on this podcast because okay. I've said it to people. Obviously, nobody want to listen to me. If y'all steal this, I don't even give a shit. It should have been, they keep wanting to do an Axel Foley has a son and blah, blah, blah. Fuck all that. It's, what I would have do, I would have made Axel Foley like the chief of police somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like Axel, nothing like how Axel would. Like Axel actually is like the chief running like, the police like department. Like the chief, yeah. And you remember the character Detective Todd? Yeah. So Detective Todd was the one I kept cursing Axel ass out in Detroit. That was his like his uh, <laughs> commander, his boss. He said, man, where the fuck you at? He was like cursing Axel all the time. You could, Man, you was chewing my ass. You know, he just say crazy shit like that. I'm like, what if he had a son mm. and he became like the rogue 
bad boy cop like yeah, Axel like Foley, yeah. So you just switch the shit up. Mm-hmm. And so like I'm like, why nobody decided to do it? Because also you make an original character, mm-hmm. you make somebody like Detective Tao who just cursing people out, so his son is a version of that. Like, man, get the fuck out of here, Axel. <laughs> like it would have been so fucking funny. Yeah. But shoot dobos. Nobody asked me. So they already doing something? They already did. They did a pilot. You know, they they just leaked the pilot they, they did with Brandon T. Jackson recently. That was a long time ago. Yeah, but it just... Have you watched that no, clip? No. <sighs> I'm I don't sure, know, man. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Should be the double. All right. Come on, man. Man, where you, man, you supposed to be in these rooms, man. You watch everything. No, I, it ain't that you ain't about being in the rooms. I do know the people, and yeah. I've, I've had discussions, but... If if they already worked with somebody else before that, they usually go with that. But then a lot of cats only want to collaborate because they think they're the only ones that know every fucking thing. Hmm. And so, you know, it's just really interesting. I, and I'm a fan of so many things. Right. But it's like, yo, you could do all this cool shit. You know what I mean? Which is why, like, you know, that's my goal. Like, we talking about top 10 lists. One of these days, I want to be considered one of the top 10 comedic, comedians and comedic actors of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, that that's a true goal of mine. And I think I can accomplish it. Like the other day I posted on my page my specials that I've done so far. And I'll put any of my specials against anybody's shit. I don't give a fuck who it is. Mm. But it's tough if you don't have, you know, once again, the hype machine. You know, that's why we think about basketball. Like, well, we'll get people look at these lists, but these, you know, it wasn't no social media, it wasn't this and that. So right. people feel a certain way. Like, why would they put Jerry West? He's the fucking logo. <laughs> Hey, he averaged a lot of points too. He went to the finals Dude, what nine times. Yeah, he was once, but great. Yeah, Oscar Robertson. He was the first tri- triple, triple double, double guy. Yeah, Elgin Baylor. He put in a lot of bucks. People don't know he averaged Will like twenty seven a game. Unstoppable. Yeah, clearly. Bill Russell. You know what's funny about Will Chamberlain? He's like all these big guys we see in today, except he has size. He's like, you know, the, the new three-point shooter. Like, Will could, you honestly, Will could do a lot. Mm. Will was a scoring fucking machine. Yeah, I think I seen him shooting jumpers one time. Yeah, Will, Will could do all that shit. Yeah, that list That list is tough. Um, I'm not familiar. Do you put Carl Malone over Charles Barkley? Or Tim Duncan? Or even Kevin Garnett? I mean, he did like, have number two all-time in scoring. So he had to do something. No, Malone's Malone is great, but at one you th- point, do you he think he's too. the greatest power forward of all time? Do I think? No, I mean, no, nah, man. Playing both sides of the ball was important, so that's why Tim. Tim I didn't like Tim, man. I, I, I Tim didn't, Duncan. I didn't because I was I was a Lakers fan. I was oh I was a Kobe fan. So I, that so battle. Grew up, nigga. At, uh, Okay, okay, cool. okay. We talking about now. Yeah, now, uh, yes, real, of course. Real of knowledge. course, of course. But then you know we like KG. KG talked crazy, but he was not better than Tim Duncan. But he can hold his own. Kevin Garnett was a bad boy. He didn't win as much as Tim. Mm. So I, let's say Kevin Garnett, and I hate doing that, putting plus somebody in that place. I'm not going to do that. That's a tough era too, because at that that time the power forward was a motherfucker. Yeah, you, you had Rasheed Wallace, you had Chris Webber, you had yeah. KG, you had Tim Duncan. You had, I mean, Barkley was still around for a little bit of that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Malone was still. Yeah, that shit. The power force was going at it. Yeah, it was, but that was it's a totally different game, right? You had to play through the through the through the post through a big man, mm-hmm. uh, whether it was a power forward or something. That's crazy. Well, you still can. I mean, look, Jokic proved that you still should do that. He just don't. He had a different version of it. Yeah, but because it's the still, game is it's still playing, it's still playing through the big man, but not through the post. It's both with them because the, he had, he could he do he does everything. Like, that's what makes him unique. Jokic is able to go to the post. 
He's able to bring the ball up. He's, like, I think him when he dominates in the post a lot of times, that fucks the game up too because he gets those big guys in foul trouble mm-hmm. and shit. It's a, he's a, he's Man, but, he's so interesting. But it was something I was going to say because then, back then, you had a center and a power forward. So you made it kind of condensed. It was kind of condensed. Now... You got Jokic in that by itself, so it's one on one and four people on the three point line. So it's a little easier for him to get a bucket. It can't they not doubling. Everybody can shoot now. That's why the game has changed so much. You sound insane. Cause some of the what makes Denver work is that they do have some of the old school shit. What's that? A everybody co- everybody trying team. to shoot. Yeah, but they have a complete team. Like they 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 score. They go to the bucket. They get, like they just play to me like better real basketball than everybody else. You can't win with all that three point shit. I'm sorry, it ain't gonna work in the playoffs. What do you mean? It's been winning the last five six years. Where the the huh? Go to state. Just go go to state. The only team that can get that can do that. Nobody else has won like that. Yeah, Milwaukee kind of won inside. Y'all, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Started going inside. Golden State is a unique. That's why any team that's trying to be like Golden State is fucking the same, because that's a unique. That's a unique system. Like you're not gonna be able to do that unless you have a Steph Curry or Clay who are unique shooters. Because mm-hmm. now they be trying to force people to be shooters. It's not shooters. Like who? Anybody? Every team think they got shooters. <laughs> you gotta have shooters, man. You but gotta... these niggas ain't even really shooters. <laughs> Give me somebody who shoot too many threes. Trey Young. <laughs> I think even he stopped shooting threes as much. But then he when he does shoot them, yeah, you're right. He's, Unless he hot, but he's so streaky sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Trey, man. The, percentage, the percentages are kind of low. I noticed that one day. I was like, damn, Trey. Niggas are just shooting that bitch. <laughs> it don't even make sense. Because they told him he was the next Steph at one point. And then, yeah, nah. I'm the next Steph Curry. <laughs> That's how he sounded to you? I don't know. <laughs> That's how he looked like he, he was sound. talking hella shit one day. I was at one of the games. He's like, he be talking crazy. Yeah, crazy. He talk that big talk. Hey, man, Chris Paul is probably the most shit talking people I've ever watched courtside. Chris Paul be talking crazy to the referees. I mean, the president. So, man, shut the fuck up. I'm like, what? You can't talk to that nigga like that. He ain't get no tech. Let Trey Young shoot too much. So, what's wrong with Boston? Boston just got rid of Marcus Smart, got Porzingis. They still got Tatum. They paid Jalen Brown. Shout out to Jalen Brown, $304 million over five years, the highest paid player in NBA history. Our biggest contract. Shout out to him. Um, what He's do you a, think? For real? Yeah, $304 million. Five years. Shout out to Jalen Brown. I mean, it's going to go up as we continue mm-hmm. to move. They say Shea Gilders is going to look at four hundred. As long as the way he keeps doing what he's doing, he's looking at 400 in probably two or three years whenever his next contract comes up. That's what they're paying. That's a lot of money. <laughs> hey, man, that's I guess that's subjective, man. That's what they should get, right? You just buy your house, buy four cars, and just chill the fuck out. <laughs> and wow. just invest the rest. Hey, man. Buy four cars, a big-ass house, <laughs> have your bill shit set up, mm-hmm. And invest. I think six million of it goes into the escrow as well. I had a, I had a breakdown of the contract. I don't want to break his down like that, but look, taxes is gonna take half of. It. Yeah, they. I, I saw the taxes. Let's see if I can see if I can bring it up real quick. Man, don't be doing that. Don't count nobody else's money. No, not his money. Just just talking about what they have to put away. Like they got a jock tax where they get taxed everywhere they go, each city, each state. So I mean, but hey, still, shout out, Jalen. 
Shout out to the NBA. Shout out to all the brothers making money. Everybody making money in the NBA. Shout out to them. Because, I mean, we say like WNBA. It takes time, though. Like, the NBA took time for them to get here. Michael, I'm excited for the WNBA. Yeah. I think this is a, this, this, this season has been one of the best seasons. We went to a game the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were talking about this. Like, the WNBA just needs the machine. And, hey, yeah, we want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Hit us up, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hosting the show, doing something. Because I think it deserves that. It's it's a women's basketball is amazing. I was mm-hmm. just watching the it's a documentary on the US women's team that actually helped orchestrate that team almost basically made the WNBA happen. Mm. Because they had all it was a lot going on. The hype machine was Who there. Who was on the team? Lisa Leslie, Rebecca Lobo, um, Cheryl Trust Swoops, uh what's her name? The coach, uh, Don, Don Staley. Staley. Um, Almost sound like the Martin episode. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. What was the episode? It was a couple of people. Rebecca Lobo was like, I didn't realize they was picking on her. What you mean? Because <laughs> she was like the college, like almost like Christian Lather was. Oh, okay, so okay. they was giving her shit. <laughs> she was good. So the coach was like, oh, her ass. It was very interesting. You got to watch the documentary. It's very honest. Where's it on? Uh, I don't even know what I watched it on. I be just watching shit. I think the WNBA is in a good space right now. And a shout out to Steph Curry and the Warriors for opening the game up because they always say maybe they don't watch women because of Duncan and this, that, and the third. With the way they play, like what we watched the other day, on court side, it was incredible. Like that incredible. ball movement. Ball movement. You know what I'm saying? Finishing left, right. I mean, Sloot went crazy. <laughs> yeah. Liberty is my one of my favorite teams. Yeah, you shout know, out Van Sloot, man. Sky shout out Van yeah. The Liberty team is tough, man. They got a lot of size. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, and Vegas is fucking insane. So, you know, the Aces got like shit. They're on a collision course? It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun playoffs this year. Um yeah, I'm excited. And, you know, it would be nice to have just more energy towards the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on the phone with one of my homeboys. I don't say who it was. Like, okay. It's a game. Is it like how? Come on, fam. It's basketball, bro. <laughs> it's really good basketball. Yes, it is. Shout he out to the He was like, do they have male groupies there? Man, shut your ass up. <laughs> say anything. He asked me the stupid shit. Is it like male groupies just sitting around looking to be chose? <laughs> like, no. That dude is nuts. Leslie Jones is there. Man, shout out Les, man. Les, uh, like she's like the spokesperson. Oh yeah, she was up. There. I was like, man, what they shot this today? But they, she, yeah, she's a part of the team, mm-hmm. like part of the organization. Yeah, Clippadero sitting there. Um, some, uh, some big head nigga with this hat. Uh, yeah, who is that guy? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know if he works for the organization. They like to do with this huge hat. Man, <laughs> it was kind of scary because at first I'm like, is this a joke? But like, what if this nigga head was that swollen? It was like a big ass hat. Yeah, Sparks hat. It was the most crazy shit ever. Whoever sitting behind him, man, I don't think they can see. He was the game, like, bro. man, I can't see shit. <laughs> this big head, and he kept standing up. <laughs> right, yeah, dancing. Shout out to Leslie, man, sending me the uh, chicken tenders, man. Well, sending us the chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. I appreciate them chicken tenders. Was, they was good. She, she texted me like, yo, make sure your boy get one of the tenders. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> been shooting a shot at you. Like, hey, huh? <laughs> uh, Leslie, she man. be double. She be the double. <laughs> I was like, make sure, she literally texted me, make sure your boy get one of those tenders. <laughs> like, she watched me eat these? <laughs> right I, was from te- I was tearing them up. She was like, <laughs> right, right. Like, like, like she can see you eating them all. Like, you ain't sharing. She's like, Girl ain't sharing the tenders. <laughs> I asked the nigga if he wanted one shit. 
I mean, she got a voice, though. She said she would. She did. Total damn tenders up. That's, okay. that's so random. Send us tenders. <laughs> you sending us tenders? Send us chicken tenders. <laughs> I didn't see them on the menu. I was like, I'll ask. I didn't see the tenders. That's <laughs> so funny. Yo. You got to know who to ask. You got to know who to ask. <laughs> top 10 chicken tenders. Uh, <laughs> give them that top 10 chicken tenders. Oh, that, old, that lady came over. She brought the tenders so quick because she took forever with my shit. Yeah. Well, I ordered a hot dog and a nachos. It took like two quarters to get that shit. <laughs> yeah, two quarters. But the, the tenders was there right away. Oh, that because Leslie ordered them. It's I'm different. Like, I'm like, man, we need some pool around here. Yeah, we It had... wasn't even on the menu. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> I looked at the Where menu. Where did they get these fucking tenders from? Man, in the back. In the uh, back of the back. Leslie wants some tenders. <laughs> For who? Really, nah. His friend. Really, <laughs> his friend. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure your boy get a tender. <laughs> Make sure your boy get a tender. She probably going to ask you about them tenders. Oh, man. You see again. I got to tell I got one. That's so funny. <laughs> well, yeah, we talked top ten. Mm-hmm. I ain't even let you finish your top ten. I'm still at four. I I, start, I said uh, Mike, Kobe, Steph, LeBron. Now I'm gonna go Bigs. I'm gonna go Shaq, Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, Bill Russell. Larry Bird, and I know I'm Kareem. Mm. I know I'm missing somebody. But. I give you an interesting list. Top 10 tandems. Shaq and Kobe, Mike and Scotty. Malone and Stockton. Malone and Stockton. Even though they, they didn't win, they were excited. Shaq yeah, and Penny. That's what I'm saying. Shaq, Shaq and, and Penny. Penny. That's a good one. Oh. Shit, Marbury and KG. And KG. That was, it was tough. Ooh, it was uh, tough. Kareem oh. and Magic. Kareem and Magic, for sure. Oh, I'm about to say, who was Larry? Larry played with Mikhail, but I'm not. I, mean, yeah, I don't know if no, it was I'm a tandem. Yeah, that was like a complete team. Isaiah, I don't, I don't think he had a. Yeah, that was a I, complete I mean, team, man. Him and Joe Dumars, but nah. Um, Austin, Stephen Clay. Gotta go, Stephen Clay. Mm yeah, come on. I mean, people don't, you know, they guards. People don't usually do that. If, even if with that, it's so interesting when you bring up Steph and Clay, because I like Vince and Tracy McGrady. They ain't play long enough. But it was still, I, it was just saying favorite nah, tandem. No, nah, it was dope. No, nah, they, 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 they were hooping, They could have been something, for yeah. sure. Um, Man, it was so many. Ah, you, I mean, you it, was, almost... it, it actually ain't so many. It's very interesting. Either you have four teams or really good tandems. Now, Drexler and, and Elijah Wan was an interesting tandem. Yeah. And that was an older. Yeah, but it, but it still was still worked. But in one year, they won a championship as a 16. Damn, because you want to, I want to say KG and Paul, but then Ray was there. So that's like a triplet. I like Duncan and David Robinson when they had their thing going. And yeah, they, got, they got two together 1999 and 2001, mm-hmm. I think. Not 2001, 2003? Yeah. It's not a lot of, as much as we think it's a lot of tandems, it's really not. John, John Starks, uh, Patrick Ewing. Now, look, why the tandems are so dope is because mm-hmm. NBA Jam. So you like think those tandems, mm-hmm. that was crazy. I, now, I can't remember all the tandems. Detlef Shrimp and Sean Kemp, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Man, white chocolate and Chris Webber. You know what I'm saying? Like, just for that. Mm, but it wasn't a tandem for real. It, no, but it was exciting time. Like, the tandem of that was more Divock and Webber to me than, mm. than that. Because that. that's when those big guys, they, they were the passers. For they were real. throwing dimes. Yeah. Out of the, out of the post. Out of the post. To the shooters. 
That Sacramento team was so fucking good. So wait a minute. So wait. When they was when they had bought the Lakers to game seven, Bibby was there. Yeah. Why what was Jason? So whoever was coaching Sacramento at the time, which I think was uh what's his name? They used to coach the Trailblazers. Adelman? Adelman? Yeah. Um he didn't like the way he just thought he was reckless. But yeah. I, I I was mad about that action because Jason Williams helped make that team popular again. Absolutely. And fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And so you bring Bibby. Bibby was more of a, he's just a clean player. Yeah. But Jason Williams was like, I hate he couldn't, I honestly think he would have took them over the top. I don't care how good Bibby was. Jason Williams was exciting. Bibby was a bucket, though. And his mid-range game was crazy. I mean, every time, 16, I used to be like, ah! Because, again, I was Kobe. I'm like, oh, this dude, man. <laughs> That was crazy. Yeah, that was insane. Shout out to Devin George. Big ball, big buckets in the game seven. See, I remember all that. Big Man, buckets. That's in game crazy. Seven. I'm like, who? But that's funny. Those are probably all the tandems. It ain't a lot of them. That's crazy to say that. But, I mean, now we got Jason. They, they like to try to get it back. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Yeah, that's a tad. I mean, DeMar and, and Zach are supposed Zach. to be. Yeah. Um, LeBron and AD. Yep. Little still got stuff in Clay. Well, Clay, Clay, get it together this year. It was a little, little but it's rough. hard to make them tenders. Oh yeah, that's what made like the the ones that Shaq and Penny and Steph and Kevin Garnett is two. They so unique. To yeah, me. and yeah. I hate we couldn't see that play out. Shaq and Penny has a good run. I mean, Shaq left, so they, we kind of did see that play out actually. Yeah, uh, and they couldn't. You know they. They got swept by Houston. They ran into the ran into their own team. And then the Bulls beat their ass. So they came back to the garbage. Yeah. Like, you know, so. Yeah. It's all at 97. Oh, D-Wade and Shaq. Shit, D-Wade and LeBron. D-Wade and LeBron. For sure. D-Wade and LeBron. D-Wade. But then that was a three-piece, though. It was. Shout out Chris Bosh here, dog. Yeah, it wasn't they, necessarily they a tandem. They didn't, give, they didn't give him the credit. But as a tandem, they, you know, that picture with D-Wade threw that oop and had his arms out LeBron. They they made that they made that tandem, but yes, Chris Chris Bosh was underrated on that team. Everything he did, including the huge rebound to pass to Ray Allen, which saved them a championship. Well, got them a championship, saved that season, that playoff. That was man. He got no credit for real, not enough credit. He got credit, but not enough. Ray Allen was a clutch shooting motherfucker, boy. Yeah. Ah, oh, great tandems. Oh, that was a good top ten list tandems. Paul Pierce, Anton Walker. They were exciting. Don't do that. Twan from the crib. Yeah, that's we the only get... reason you brought that up. Man. That, that, that is. is that's, that's insane. But y'all don't get Paul Pierce Bruh. no credit. That's why he be going on these podcasts, Bruh. drunk, talking I'm not, crazy, I'm y'all. I'm not saying that. We, we talking about tandems. Cameron was... and Mace. All right, Wayne, well, you're doing too much. It is what it is. That's so not true. You frustrated me. See me? I sent you their high school clips. I don't give a fuck about that. It was awesome. <laughs> All right. Well... This episode basically was a top 10 thing, and it was fun. <laughs> yeah. So, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Keeping It Real with Young Wayne. What's hey, your hey, top 10? We a dope tandem. Bye. Keeping it real. That was a HeadGum Podcast.